thank you. Just lift your hands wherever you are. Wave your hands unto the Lord and begin to bless his name. Begin to bless him for all his goodness over your life and for his mercies over all of us in the name of Jesus. I want to hear you saying something unto the Lord this morning in the name of Jesus. of the Lord amongst us this morning. Lift your voice, begin to worship Him. There is none like the God that we serve. Let's sing a shout of death. 
Father, we give you glory this morning. Lord, we exalt you. And we say glory be to your name. For your goodness and your mercies upon our lives. Father, we are what we are today by your grace and by your mercies. What do we have that we did not receive? Our ability to walk this morning is by your grace. Yes, Our ability to talk this morning is by your grace. Yes, Lord. Our ability to lift up our hands is by your grace. Amen. Many are there that want to do the things that we are doing this morning. Yeah. But some are in the hospitals. Yes. Some are in emergencies. Jesus. And even some are in the grave. Jesus. And they cannot do any of what we are doing. Jesus. But at this morning, if we have all these abilities, mm. all we are saying is, may your name be exalted. Amen. May your name be praised. Amen. May your name be hallowed. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Put your hands together for the Lord. And please take your seat. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, I can hear you. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So we thank God for this morning. Amen. We give him praise for the ability to stand before you. And we also want to thank our Papa for the opportunity he has given to us. Why don't you put your hands together? Hallelujah. This morning, we have gathered to share the word of God. Amen. And this is something that our Father has given to us to share. So all I want you to do is to be attentive and listen to what Papa has for us. Because I know that after this, your life is never going to be the same. Amen. Oh, I say your life is not going to be the same. Amen. Amen. So, you know, this year is our year of divine wisdom and power. Amen. So when you look at the Bible carefully, when we talk about the Spirit of God, when the Spirit of God comes upon you, there are certain things that the Spirit of the Lord will put in your life. When you check the Bible, the seven spirits that the Holy Spirit will give you when it comes upon you, the first one is the spirit of wisdom. The next one is the spirit of understanding. The next one is the spirit of counsel. The next one is the spirit of might. The next one is the spirit of knowledge. And the last one is the spirit of the fear of the Lord. So when you look through all these spirits, you realize that almost all of them, let me say about six of them, it's something that has to do with your mind. You know, last time Papa was teaching us this one. And I really went into it and I saw that it was true. Most of them, when you talk about spirit of understanding, understanding has to do with your mind. Yes. When we talk about uh, wisdom, it has to do with your mind. Yes. When we talk of counsel, it has to do with your mind. Yes. When we talk of... Uh, uh, understanding that is also with your mind and knowledge is with your mind the fear of the Lord is also something that has something to do with your mind yes. but the only one that doesn't really apply to our mind is the spirit of power so when you study this one you understand that when the spirit of God comes upon you he expects you greatly to use your mind more than your might your mind is supposed to be at work more than your might at work amen oh, are you following me somebody? yes just follow us let's follow little by little and we will get to where 
Papa wants us to get to Amen. So what it means is that power is what is the demonstration of the might of God. That is when it comes to more prayer and healing and, and, and deliverance. That is what has to do with power. But when it comes to wisdom, wisdom is applying your, the knowledge that you have received through the word of God in whatever activity that you are going through. So in this case, let's take for example, you are having problems in your marriage. What this Bible verse or what the seven spirits of God is teaching us is that you will pray. But the prayer has to be like once. After you finish praying, now you have to use your mind a whole six times so you see that the ratio is like 1 is to 6 when you pray once you use your mind 6 times so what does it mean you are having problems in your marriage so you go to pray after prayers that is not all you don't have to now sit down and wait for the other things to happen by osmosis. They will not happen if you don't take the necessary steps. If you don't use your mind, your, your, the wisdom that God has given to you to work on the marriage, it might not work as you want it to work. If you are having issues with your husband, after prayers, now you have to sit down and calculate, use your mind and see that ah, this thing that is happening is it because I am too proud? Is it because I am not honoring my husband as I am supposed to? Is it because I am not cooking for him as I am supposed to? Is it because I am not being a good wife as I am supposed to? That is what you are supposed to do after you are finished praying. But you don't always pray and pray and pray and pray and expect something to happen without applying the wisdom that God has given to his word. You might pray and pray and nothing will happen. It is like you going to school. You know that at the end of the day you have an exam to write and it is the exam that is going to determine your faith whether you go to the next class or not. But here you are you are always praying. You are not learning. You are not doing your assignment. You are not attending to your textbooks. When it happens like that, do you think prayer alone can let you pass your exam? No. It is not possible. That is why, even if it is a case where you are learning and the thing is not going inside your head, search the Bible. The Bible says, if any lack wisdom, he should ask of the Lord. If your, your, your ability to retain what you have learned, it's not so good. Ask God to help you. And then you go back to your book. And then you learn. That is where you are able to get, you are going to be able to get the passes and the things that you need. You Sitting down and folding your arms and praying alone is not something that is going to help you. So I am very happy that Papa is teaching us wisdom step by step. Most of us who are not coming for the morning devotion, you are missing out. Because we are receiving wisdom keys every day through the revelations that God gives to our Father. So if you are not coming, then it means you will not be able to apply wisdom in certain areas of your life. And that is going to affect you. Because from what we saw, prayer is important. But the application of knowledge is more important. So let's all join this year's team and fight on 
And I know that the Lord is going to give us whatever we deserve. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Put your hands together Amen. unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So this morning, quickly, Papa wants us to share something uh, that I want us to just go through quickly. Something that is going to bless your life. Amen. Something that is really going to change your life. Amen. So I beg you, if you can write, write them down. Because today, as you are hearing it, when you go back, you might forget. But when you write it, you can remember and be able to recollect so that it will be a blessing to you. Amen. 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 Alright, so please, let's read something from Proverbs 29, the verse 18. Proverbs chapter 29, the verse 18. Proverbs 29, verse 18. Uh-huh. Where there is no vision, mm-hmm. the people perish. Amen. But he that keepeth the law, Jesus. happy is he. Amen. Amen. It says, where there is no what? Vision. The people what? Perish. perish. So what it means is that when there is no vision, a perishing is on the way. So this morning, Papa wants us to understand the preservation power of vision and revelation. Amen. The preservation power of vision and revelation. Amen. So the Bible is saying that where there is no vision, the people will perish. So what Papa wants us to understand is that we should get the necessary things that will not make us perish. Amen. Amen. So he said that vision and revelation are two key weapons for the preservation of lives and destiny. For you to be able to for you to be able to have a good destiny, you need vision. For your 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 for your your life to be preserved, vision is required. So if you don't have vision, then it means a perishing is awaiting. Amen. But what does it mean if we say somebody is perishing? Well, how do you understand it? What does it mean? Perishing simply means to die to die. When we say somebody has perished, it means the person is dead. So this thing that the Bible is talking about is, is death. You know, sometimes it doesn't happen to the physical body dying. Although sometimes when you don't have the vision, the physical body can also die. For example, there was some time that uh, it came, it was, it was very, very much in the system that some people were were walking through the desert to to seek greener pastures elsewhere so during those times a lot of people engaged in it I knew some people who also did some they went to buy gari olonka olonka and they, they put it in their bags. And they said they were walking through the desert to Libya. And they went. Some of them died. And some of them were able to get there. The person I knew was able to get there. So when he came, he was telling the stories of the things that happened. You know, because a lot of people at that time didn't know what their life was about. Because they were not clear about what they were supposed to do with their life. When they just heard that people were walking, going to see greener pastures. They just joined. And because they joined in 
something that wasn't their destiny. At the end of the day, they went to die in the desert. And when the guy was explaining the way they died, some of them very terrible. Very, very terrible. You are dead. Because you didn't have vision. You didn't have any proper plan for your life. That is what happens when there is no vision. But when you really check what this verse is saying, the death that it is talking about is not really your physical death. But it has to do with certain areas and certain aspects of your life. So when you don't have vision concerning your marriage, there is going to be death in the marriage. When you don't have vision concerning your education, there is going to be death in that area. When you don't have vision concerning your business, there is going to be death in that area. So when you lack vision about your marriage, your school, your business, your career, it is going to lose life. You know, as I was saying, to die means that the person cannot move or has become inactive. So when we are talking about your marriage dying, what we are saying is that now there is no life in the marriage. The marriage is not as active as it used to be. When we say that your business is dying, it means that your business is not active as it used to be. The life that was in the business has been taken away. If we say your education is not alive or is dead or is perishing, then it means that there is no life again in the education. So what we are trying to say is that when there is no vision, death occurs. And you know, even in our normal lives, when we say someone is dead, what happens? You see that people start crying. People start mourning. They start crying and mourning for the person that is dead. In that same way, when you don't take care, and you lack fishing concerning certain areas of your life, like your career, your education, your marriage, there is going to be death in that area. And what will be the outcome? That is where you see people crying about that area. That is where they start singing that song. Yes, Lord. Me dadin yina ebe yedi enti eradi kasa amakuma so they were asleep now they are awake so that is where you see people singing that song the piano they are always sad in your marriage in your health why is it like that because there is no vision in that area and death has started affecting that area in that area of your life anymore amen oh amen so it says when you lack vision about your marriage your school business career that is where it is going to die 
And this means that you are going to cry in certain areas of your life because of the lack of vision. So this morning, look into your life. Every area of your life that it looks like you should examine that area of your life and see whether that thing that is happening it is because you are not applying wisdom or it is because you lack vision in that area. And then when you know that, you know the first step of solving or of being able to overcome your problem is to be able to identify the problem. If you don't identify the problem, you cannot solve it. So identification of the problem is very key. So you have to look into your life. Which area of my life is experiencing death? The Bible says that where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no vision, life comes out of that place. Which area of my life has lost life. Which area of my life is not active anymore? Is it your prayer life? Is it your Bible reading life? Wherever there is no, you see that that area has lost activity. It's no longer active. Then you have to examine that area and be able to know. Amen. Oh, amen. amen. So now, Papa was asking, he says, what is vision all about? We are now talking about vision, vision, vision. So what is it all about? Now let's read. Please if you have your notes, kindly write this point that I'm giving you. Because I know it's going to help you. Amen. It says number one, vision refers to insight into God's, into God's purpose for a person's existence. Vision refers to insight into God's purpose for a person's existence. So you are alive. What is the purpose of God for your life? What is the reason why you are alive? It is something that you have to know. So some of the questions that you need to ask yourself is that why am I alive? Is this marriage that I am seeking is it the will of God for my life? Does God approve of the business that I want to do? This educational path that I want to take is God's hand in it. Remember, He says that it refers to insight into God's purpose for a person's existence. So, in your existence, as you are alive, why are you alive? Is the marriage you are going through the purpose that is, is God's hand in it? If, if you know that God's hand is not in it, then it means that it, it's not an insight of God's purpose for your life. That is where you have to run away from. So you can be able to get answers to these things, especially when you use the Bible or you seek counsel. Somebody will be asking, hey, How would I know that this marriage that I am going through? is the will of God. That is where you have to apply what? The Bible. It is the word of God that will teach you and be able to understand and know what to do. And the word of God is what will give you the insight into what God wants you to do. You are going into a relationship. What does the Bible say? The Bible says, do not be unequally yoked 
with the unrighteous. The person you are intending to go out with or marry is not a Christian. But you say, oh, we all human. We all serve the same God. So maybe if I marry you, you change. When you do that, you are going contrary to the word of God. And in that case, that is not going to be an insight into God's purpose for your life. You are going to marry and then you are only atten- your, 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 your attention is only on physical things. You are only thinking about the money that you will get in the relationship. You are only thinking about the ejapadia that the person has that you are going to enjoy. Is all you are thinking about. Forgetting that the Bible says if the person is first an unbeliever then you have to run for your life. You want to pursue education. You want to go to school. And the place that you are going to the school, you know that that place is going to take away Christianity from you. You know that when you get to that place, your your, your zeal for God is going to die. But you are still pursuing it. And you are asking yourself, oh, uh, you are telling yourself, oh, it, it will be well. Oh, it is God that has opened the way. So it will work. Let me tell you, not every open door is an opportunity. Some open doors are traps for your life. If you don't take care and you think that because Papa no always come, and I say, oh, he has property. Or he's well respected. And you don't listen to what the Bible says about marriage. And you enter. That is where you are going to have trouble. The Bible says, where there is no vision. If you don't have the vision, the insight of God for the purpose of your life, you are going to enter into that relationship. And later, you are going to regret. But God forbid. That is why we are here this morning. As you are hearing the word of the Lord, I see the power of God coming upon you to revitalize your mind and give you great vision for every aspect of your life. In the name of Jesus, why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? Hallelujah. So the second one, the first one I said, Vision refers to insight into God's purpose for a person's existence. The second one is that vision refers to the mental picture. The mental picture of discovered or desirable future. Vision refers I want you to write that is why I'm, I'm taking my time. Vision refers to the mental picture of discovered or desirable future. The Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So this place, Papa is telling us that you have you need to get a mental picture of how you want your marriage to be. You need a mental picture of how you want your education to be. You need a mental picture of the kind of marriage that you desire. If the kind of marriage you desire is the one that every day your husband will come back from work and call you honey, honey, I am back. Where is my food? Oh, did you serve my my food? Did you prepare my table? Oh, 
uh, did you do this for me? Did you do that for me? That is what you are going to get. It's not, I'm not the one that is saying. The Bible says that as a man thinks in his heart, so whatever is going on in your mind, the picture that you are entertaining in your head, that is what is going to happen. If the business you are you, you want to get is that which every day people are in your shop buying and transacting business, that is what you are going to get. You know, in this week, Papa has been teaching us about fear. And you realize that that spirit fear is one of the greatest weapons of the enemy that usually creates that uh, um, bad mental uh, uh, images for us. You know, during the week, most of you, that's why I'm saying, don't don't come for morning devotions. You are missing out a lot. Because Papa made us understand that fear is a magnet that attracts destruction. Whenever you are afraid, Job said something. Job said, That which I feared has come upon me. Every day, afraid sorry you COVID, When that thing is going on in your mind, it is a door that the enemy is going to use. And as I said, fear is a magnet because it is in your heart. Because you are thinking about it. Now it is going to start pulling that thing that you are thinking about into your life. So this thing that Papa is saying, that vision refers to the mental picture of discovered or desirable future. You have to make sure that you are always thinking good about your marriage. Stop thinking that Mikunu Obejaimi. Stop thinking that Mikunu Okwei or Ne Imafu for Ekwa Koshiawo. Stop thinking that Miyiri Diye Nisubayo Omi Enye. Stop thinking that Senya Miyiri Ye Kesiye Diye Enya Diye Bebwam. Stop thinking about negative things about your mind. Stop thinking about negative things that concern your business. Because as you are doing that, you are opening the door for the devil to bring those things into your life. Amen. So if you are here and you have some of that things going on in your head, the Bible is coming to correct you. And the Bible is speaking to us this morning that you have to make sure that those things are living your mind and start picturing the best things for your marriage. Start picturing the good things for your marriage. Start picturing better things for your business. And that is what is going to bring the good things in your life. Amen. It says that vision has the capacity to preserve lives. When the picture of where you are going in life is in your head, that vision prolongs your life. When, it says that, when the picture of where you are going in life is in your head, that vision prolongs your life. Most of us, we get, we, we, we get up in the day. And we have no plan for the day. Some of us, we, 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 we don't have anywhere we are going in life on, 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 on paper that we are following. So you just wake up 
and you live your life by chance. You want chance to lead you. When you do that, it is like Loto. That is how most of us are living our lives. When you wake up in the morning, you have nothing that you, are, you, you have in the day that you want to pursue. That is what happens that, and, and, and you see that you start following people wherever they are going. Because anybody who lacks direction or if you don't have anywhere you are going any route is a way for you and you go where it's not the original plan of God for your life but if you will pray and seek the Lord and ask God to show you what you have to do in life listen it is never too late don't think that the age that you are nothing better can come out of your life that is, that is what the enemy will try to do is, is, is the wisdom of the devil but if you know that you serve a God that was able to give Abraham a child even when he was in his hundreds then he means how old are you? you are not even 60 and you think that nothing good can come out of your life God has something special for your life if only you will come back to realization that you need the vision of God in your life Amen Amen. put your hands together unto the Lord Hallelujah so now Papa wants us to go through the Bible and look at the lives of certain people in the Bible. He says, scripture examples of people who, who preserve were preserved by vision. People who, because of vision, their lives were preserved. Now let's go to Genesis chapter 13, verse 14 to 17. Genesis 4, 13. The verse 14 to 17. Genesis 13 from verse 14. Uh-huh. And the Lord said unto Abraham, mm-hmm. After that Lot was separated from him, mm-hmm. Lift up now thine eyes, And look from the place where thou art northward, mm-hmm. And southward, and eastward, and westward. Mm-hmm. For all the land which thou seest, To thee will I give it, And to thy seed forever. Mm-hmm. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth. Mm-hmm. So that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Arise, walk through the land in the length of it, and in the breadth of it, for I will give it unto thee. Amen. 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 This is Abraham. Where Abraham? You know, when you look at the life of Abraham from the onset, the Bible says God told him to leave his family, to leave his kindred, and go to where he will show him. The Bible says God said he should go to where he will show him. So now the question for you also is, where is God asking you to go? Have you heard from God? concerning that step that you need to take let's be very mindful that the bible is saying that where there is no vision perishing is there 
where there is no vision death is there so have you heard from God even the school that you are taking your children to have you heard from God is God the reason why you are doing what you are doing God was the reason why Abraham did what he did because what Abraham was doing in the mind of any normal human being it was foolishness. Because how can you just get up one day and say that God said I should leave and then you start going. Meanwhile, God didn't tell him where he should go. God said where I will show you. And nothing has been shown to him. And then he starts walking. But at the end of the day, you realize that he was blessed because he followed the voice of the Lord. So now you too, that business that you want to do, the school that you want to go, that journey that you want to embark on, is it God that is telling you to go? Or you are going by your own understanding? The Bible says, trust in the law with all your heart and lean not on your understanding. So when you try to lean on your understanding, what you are trying to do is that you are walking out of the vision of God. You are walking out of the purpose of God. And when it happens like that, that is where the perishing awaits you. Amen. Oh, amen. Listen. Listen. Hello. Hi. Please, can you hear me? Yes. You say, yes, uh -huh. So, what it means is that if you are going into that journey, you know, it's a long journey. Clap for my sister. My sister has done one. <laughs> it's a long journey. And the journey that you are embarking upon, you need to make sure that it is the will of God for your life. Otherwise, you know, most of the problems that people en uh, encounter in life is as a result of bad relationships that they enter. Last time we visited the Pantine Hospital and one of the nurses was telling us that most of the mad people that we see in that place about 85% of them is it, it's out as, as a result of relationships. That is the reason why they are mad and they are there. So now, the, the reason why I'm saying this is that most of the problems that human beings face it is as a result of relationship. So if you want to enter into a relationship which is out of the will of God for your life, then you have to consider a lot of things. You have to make sure that you have listen, you have to make sure that the thing that you are entering it is the will of God. That is all that I can tell you from what Papa is telling us. Because at the end of the day, you know sometimes a bit more when they see a man who wants to come into their life they are looking for they are looking for the person's status they are looking for the person's family background meanwhile maybe that is where God wants you to go but because Bermani Niska because he's not rich he has no property and he's not handsome like the way you want you reject them and you don't follow them. But you rather, listen, like what happened to Abraham. 
Abraham followed God. Abraham even in the foolishness of man's mind. At, at that instant, it looked like what Abraham was doing was madness. So in this point, you see that I want to follow. It's foolishness. Because but that is the person that God is asking you to follow. Yes, Lord. <laughs> But onusu na nyankopo onka kye o say this is where you have to go. If you trust in your own understanding. If you lean on your knowledge. You will not be like what Abraham did. And at the end of the day, you will go and follow another person that you think is better for you. But the end of the Bible says there is a way that seems right unto man but the end thereof is death so maybe the way you think you, you would think that that way is good for you but in the purpose of God for your life that is not what God wants you to do I, I quite remember some time ago that Papa met some of us and he was telling some people this is the business that I've seen that God wants you to do. This is the path that I want, I've seen that God wants you to do. Under normal circumstances, you would think that he, excuse my language, he is mad. Because he is mad. But that is what the Spirit of God has revealed through him that you should do. If you don't take care and you think that your understanding is going to give you what you desire, maybe it is not going to be as God wants it to be. And the end thereof is not going to be as you desire. But if only you will listen and you will obey and walk in that path I know that God is going to make your future very bright I know that God is going to open your destiny up for greatness in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus so sometimes let's listen for the voice of the Lord sometimes the voice may sound stupid or may sound like it doesn't make sense but once you perceive that it is the will of God for your life follow it to the latter and God is going to bless you Amen. just as he blessed Abraham Amen. put your hands together unto the Lord hallelujah so the next person was Joseph we can see that from Genesis 37 5 to 9 Genesis 37 5 to 9 please I hope you are writing Yes. It's very important. Please write them down. So that when you go, you go and read over and over. This thing that I'm sharing with you, it is something that me too, I am learning from. Me too, I have my notes on. And I know it's going to bless me. In that same way, I believe that you too, when you do, it is going to bless you. Amen. 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 Genesis 37 verse 5. Mm-hmm. And Joseph dreamed a dream. And he told it his brethren, mm. and they hated him yet the more. Verse 6. And he said unto them, Hear, I pray you, this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheep arose, and also stood upright. And behold, your sheep stood round about, and made obeisance to my sheep. 
And his brethren said to him, mm. Shall thou indeed reign over us? Or shall thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream and told it his brethren and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obeisance to me. Amen. 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 So this place, you see that Joseph, he had a dream. Joseph had a mind, a picture of where he wanted to go. And that was what kept him going. When you study the story of Joseph, you see the kind of troubles that Joseph went through. He was betrayed by his own brothers. He was almost killed by his own brothers. He was sold into slavery. He was, they, they lied of, upon him. A lot of bad things happened to him. But what happened? Joseph never gave up. Joseph never said that hey, it is okay. I'm tired. My bread. Anything can happen. I can't say, go anywhere. Uh, uh, yes. My bread. I'm tired of the bread. God showed him he had a picture of where he was going. He knew that at the end of the day, God is going to make him great for people to bow to him. And because of that, he never gave up. Despite all the pains and the troubles that he's going to what has God told you that he will make you? What vision has God given to you? Where has God promised to take you? Do you have that picture in your mind? Do you have that image in your mind? Are you always thinking about those things? If you always have that thing in mind, just like Papa has always been saying, God has told him that he is going to make Salvation Clinic a mega church. Amen. A church on the mountain. A church that is exalted. Amen. A church that many are going to run into. Amen. That is the picture that God has given him. And that is what he is always looking at. So you see that a lot of things are happening. Some bad reports will come. Some undesirable news will come. But that is not what is going to determine his stand. His stand is determined by what God has told him that he will do to him. So no matter what happens, he stands up and keeps walking. It is because he has a mind, a mind, a, 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 a mental image of where God wants to take him. That is why he is not giving up. So the same question is being asked of us this morning. What image, what has God promised that he's going to give you? I want to assure you, please look at me. Look at me very well. Please look at me very well. It doesn't, listen to what I'm telling you, please. It doesn't matter how sweet and how pleasant you heard the promise of God for your life. 
you will go through trials and temptations. Please put this one in your head. Last time I was telling somebody, the person wants to go and do evangelism. And he wants to go and tell the person that he's going to evangelize you. Please, it's a lie. It's a lie. They are true. Let me tell you. You give yourself to Christ. I'm telling you the truth. I will not lie to you. I will not lie to you. I will not lie to you. Things will get tougher. But if you don't know this, this is where some people will say, Hey, I'm even going to say, 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 I'm even going my work was going on well. I was very strong. Look at what is Look at my health is. Listen, it is because, let me tell you. Sir, how many of us have hunted for a bed before? What is your so what she anoma pe? You've hunted for a bed. Ana udia yenfani say when we say achi anoma. Once a oko oko na ya omota inenam abonzi. Those doves. Those doves, small small ones that you use. Get na omone na abonzi. Now, when you have that dove, unya sa so what she needed that? Na owo ukeji mwa. Caught it and it's in your cage. Do you chase after that animal again? Udi na chibi om. Osa chase na na. You chase it again. The the let me put it this way. Omo kani say. Ope anomachi afi wachenu oshe ukeji mu ukeji nu waloke anomani ntumi nko bebiya bebiya osi ufie usore anopa will you hunt for that bed again ubesa ko chesi anomani biyo now what will you do even if you will chase you chase after those ones that are not in the cage true or not true oh I can't hear you true or not true it is it is the same. When you have not given your life to Christ, you already belong to Satan. What is that? You are like a bird. Why will he catch you again? He will not come and chase you for anything. But when you decide to escape and you start running, that is where now he will come after you. That is why sometimes when you give your life to Christ, it is not because God has forsaken you. No. God is still working with you. But it is because but if only you can hold on and you can be able to know that that is all that you need. God is going to save you from that situation. So erase it from your mind. Because you started going Everything will be rosy. Everything will become butter, my bread, sugar, my cocoa. It is not true. So if you are a Christian and you are facing trials, don't give up and say that. When you do that, you have lost the way. Like we were looking at the story of Joseph. When Joseph was going through all the trials that he was going through, when Potiphar and his wife were maltreating him, when they were lying. Oh, uh, against him and all those. Ch- 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 when he was in prison and suffering and oh, all those. Ch- 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 
he had it in, in his mind. No, when you, when you say, that this thing that God has said. This thing that this uh, destination that God said I will reach. I will get there. So I will not give up. I will get there. So I will not give up. I will get there. So I will not give up. And because of that, all the problems that he went through, all the trials that he went through, able to survive. He survived it. Because God was with him. This morning I want to tell you, God is with you. I say, God is with you. Don't worry about the troubles that you are going through. Don't worry about the problems that you are passing through. Don't worry about the uncomfortable situations that you are in now. If only you will hold on. If only you will hold on. If only you will stand on the sure word of God. You will get your destination in the name of Jesus. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So the last person that we want to talk about is Job. Amen. Amen. Job 14 14. Job 14 14. We will see something about the life of Job here. Job 14 14. Mm-hmm. If a man die, mm. shall he live again? Mm. Or the days of my appointed time mm. will I wait mm. till my change come? The day of my appointed time will I wait till my change come? So there is an appointed time for everybody. God will give you the vision. But the Bible says the vision is for an appointed time. Whatever God has said about your life, whatever God has said He's going to do in your life, there is an appointed time for it. When the time hasn't come, when the time is not due, it will will always look like God has forsaken you. Job was going through a lot of troubles to the extent that even his own wife was discouraged for him. Those around him they were discouraged. The people that were around were now discouraged for him. The vision that God has given you, that thing that God has said you do with your life, there is a time for it. Look at what Job said. He said, All the days of my appointed time. I will wait. I will wait. Now, Papa said something some time ago. That between the prayer, between the prayer and the promise, there is a waiting period. Between the time you pray and the destination that God is taking you, there is a waiting period. There is a time that you have to wait for God to give you what you want. Is it marriage that you are looking for? Please don't rush. Don't rush into it. Thinking that your time is passing. So God cannot be able to give it to you when this time comes. Is it a business that you are seeking to enter? Please, if it is not the appointment Time for uh, for time your life. Please wait. The time will come. If it is a car that you want to drive, please wait. There is an appointed time that God has for everybody. And you need to wait for that appointed time. If you don't know and you rush out of the appointed time of God, the end is going to be disastrous. It has always been the case. 
always been the case. If you try to go ahead of God and do your own thing, at the end of the day, the thing that will happen to you, you will regret it. You will surely regret it. But if you will be like Job and wait for that appointed time, and you wait for that time that God has set for you. Your destiny is going to be glorious. Your destiny is going to be bright. The blessings of God is going to locate you at the right time. When you look at the life of Joseph, because he waited for the appointed time of God. Listen, do you know that what you say? Joseph, he got an opportunity to get out of the troubles that he was going Potiphar's wife Potiphar came to him and said, Joseph, as he said, you'll be fine, boy. Wow. Today, there, I won't give you scholarship. Free, this one, fully, fully paid and sponsored scholarship. Just take this scholarship and your life will change. Your life will be better. At that point, Potiphar's wife offered Joseph an escape of the troubles that he was going But that wasn't the appointed time of God. Do you know that if Joseph had accepted that scholarship, please, you know the scholarship I'm talking about. No, no, no. You don't know the scholarship. <laughs> Potiphar's wife said that come and let's come and remove my drawers. And when you remove my drawers, something special will come into your life. Now you understand. Isn't it? Yes, sir. You understand, is it? Yes, sir. Beautiful. Yes, sir. Mrs. Chachu, you say no. Mrs. Chachu, someone stands here. It means it means that you understand. What share that? Oh. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So at that point, eh, you Amen. see that Joseph had that opportunity to escape the troubles that he was going to sometimes you'll be a young man you'll be a young woman a lady a gentleman but God has said that wait for the appointed time when you will be married but along the line you see that brother will come and brother will be dangling car keys and brother will be telling you Charlie if you give yourself to me your 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 destiny will be sorted Oh, I'll do everything for you. I'll take you to school. You will go abroad for holidays. Maybe you are a young man. Maybe I are You're suffering. And at the point, you see that some of your colleagues will come your way and come and introduce you to certain things. There are even young men today that are going after sugar mummies as a way of escape from the, 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 the hardship that they are going through. There are some that have involved themselves into Sakawa and all those things as a means of escaping that problems that they are going through. But look at what Joseph did. At that point, Joseph still remembered that this is not the will of God for my life. This is not what God wants me to do. And he didn't take that opportunity. So listen, whilst you are waiting for your appointed time, whilst you are waiting for the time that God has prepared for you to marry, for you to get that good business, for you to get that good education, the devil is going to present a way of escape. The devil is going to try to show you something that you would think 
that when you do it, it will put you out of your trouble. But I tell you, if you take that thing, it is always like the hook that we used to catch fish. When you are going to put the hook in the, in the, in the river or the sea, you put some nice gogomi or some nice food to be or something that the fish wants. Isn't it? Yes. Then you put it in the water. The, the fish doesn't know what is at the back of your mind. The fish doesn't know what is at the back of that sweet uh, uh, thing that is going to take. But after it takes it, and the fisherman pulls the hook, then that is what you will happen to you. If you try to take that route that the devil is giving you, if you try to take the shortcut, the devil is going to catch you and he's going to use you for lies. Amen. Amen. So let's be mindful of our work with God and the time, the appointed time that God has set for us. If your time hasn't come, please wait. Wait. For even, they say, even if it tarries, it will surely come to pass. Even if it tarries, so don't rush and come out, and the devil will catch you by surprise. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So, as I am bringing the message to an end, there are a lot, there are a lot that I might not be able to share with us because of time. So now, Papa wants us to understand these few points. So please write these ones also down. Kindly write them down. Write them down. He says, vision. He says, how vision preserves life. How vision preserves life. How when you get vision, your life is going to preserve. How when you have vision, your marriage is going to be preserved. Amen. So number one, he says, vision gives reason for living. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 4 Ecclesiastes 9 4 Vision gives reason for living How vision preserves life Number one Vision gives reason for living Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 4 For to whom For to him that is joined to all the living there is hope. For a living dog is better than a dead lion. A living dog is better than a dead lion. Why is it so? That for him that is joined to all the living, there is hope. So here Papa says, vision fuels hope. And hope is the oxygen for life. Vision fuels hope. And hope is the oxygen for life. So if you don't have hope, if you don't have hope, if you don't have hope, then there is no life for you. The same reason why, how if you don't have oxygen in your body, there is no life for you. If you don't have hope, 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 you don't have life. There is no life in you. The Bible says Jesus Christ, he is the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the one that we are supposed to lift up 
our eyes. He says, looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. The author and the finisher of our faith. So whatever trouble you are going through, if you have hope, and this hope, I am talking about Jesus Christ. If Jesus Christ is your hope, if Jesus Christ is your hope, if Jesus Christ is the one you are looking up to, if Jesus Christ is the one that you are trusting in, that thing that God has promised for your life, is going to come to pass. Do you know the reason why people drink poison? Or people hang themselves? It is because they don't have hope. They think that's where life has gotten them to. Nothing good can come out of their lives. Anyone who you hear of that he has committed suicide, it is because on himself, nothing good is there for them tomorrow. A man has left you. So you are saying, ah, my hope. You don't have the hope that the same way this man left you. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ said something. And this one, I always tell the, the young girls that they will come and tell me that my boy has left me. My boy says he will no longer stay with me. When Jesus was going, what did he say? When he was ascending into heaven. What did the angels tell the people yeah, that no, were left Hello, who knows? Who knows? Oh, what did the angels then that when the disciples and the other people that were gathered saw Jesus ascend into heaven? The disciples were left. The angels told them something. Who knows? Well, be can mama one city. Oh, who knows? If you know it, I'll give you one city. Hello. Hi. One CD, sharp. Okay, Mama Chachu. Please. Mr. Momano, Michael. Jesus is alive. Says, Lord, when you get there, remember. Is it correct? Is it correct? Who said no? So lift your hands and say, Ma Ah, Ma Comfort, okay. Jesus is alive. Yes, you are saying, Comfort. Jesus will come the same way he ascended. So the boy that is That's the same way so why are you going to kill yourself out of this foolishness? Probably even the person that was living you. God has a reason why he made that person live you. Maybe that person is rather going to make your life worse. And God says, Okay, I am cutting between you. But because you don't have that vision, you don't have that mental image that you are going to get a good marriage. Come what may. Your hope is dashed. And your hope is lost. You say you are going to commit suicide. When you do that, it means that Jesus Christ is not your hope. If you really have Jesus as your hope, then you know that 
Ejuma ya egui. And then you say this business Adie has not gone on well. What I'm seeking that I've not found. That is not the end of life. I know Jesus Christ. I trust Jesus Christ. And I know that once he has begun a good work in my life. He is going to perfect it. So when you have this hope. That is what Papa is saying. That hope. When you vision. When you have vision. It fuels your hope. It gives hope for you. So when you have this hope that is Jesus Christ, you will see that you will not give up. You always have life in your system. You will not give up because something in your life didn't go well. You will not give up because that thing that you wanted to get it didn't come. Even if it didn't come, you will still trust in the Lord. And the Lord that you have put in your trust, in, He will never put you to shame. Oh, I say He will never put you to shame. It has never happened before. And you are not the first person that God is going to let it happen. To God has never put any person to shame before. God has never disgraced anybody before. And do you think you are the first person that is going to never? Never will it happen. He will save you. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together unto the Lord. Hallelujah. So number two. How vision preserves life. Number two. Vision strengthens faith. Let's read something from Hebrews 11, uh, 11.27. Hebrews 11.27. Papa says here that vision strengthens faith. And anywhere people see the invisible they will dare the incredible and do the impossible. Hallelujah. Amen. I think you have to write this one down. When we finish, we read. It says, vision strengthens faith. And anywhere, anywhere people see the invisible, they will dare the incredible and do the impossible. So let's read Hebrews 11, 27. It says, By faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Hallelujah. Amen. This was Moses. Moses was like a son to Pharaoh. So he was enjoying the, the, the things that was in the kingdom of Pharaoh. He was more or less like a prince. But a time came when God wanted him to do something. When God wanted him to, 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 to go and deliver the children of Israel. And through the, 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 the path that God wanted him to take him on, one of the ways was him leaving Egypt. Egypt was a place where Moses was enjoying life. Egypt was a place where life was rosy for, for Moses. But the time came that he had to leave. He had to go out of, out of that situation so that God will bless him. But why was he able to move? Because the Bible says he saw him that was invincible. Who is this invincible person that we are talking about? This invincible person is Jesus Christ. 
This invisible person is God. He had his faith and his trust in God. That I will leave this place of comfort and pursue that which God wants me to pursue. And I know that this invisible person is with me and is going to be well with me. What are some of the comfortable situations that you find yourself in? Sometimes you see yourself doing something. You know that this thing that you are doing is not good. You, you, you know that it is against the will of God for your life. You know that in the direction of God for your life, that thing is not part of it. But you see that you are enjoying it. And you are comfortable. You know, listen, in this house, Papa has made us understand, impenetrable is not something that you should entertain. Because, oh yeah, yeah, my boy, my girl, my boy, my girl, my boy, this is my girlfriend. Something that is not so supposed to happen has happened. You know what will happen that I don't, don't say, don't look at me like you don't know. You know it. You know. I know that you know. <laughs> Even if you don't know, you know. You know that may your boyfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend. Something is going to come out of that situation. So, so why do you even entertain it in the first place? When you Mr. Otuyabi, you have somebody that is sponsoring you, and you are enjoying that life. You are sitting in that life, and you are enjoying. Maybe you are in a business, and you know that this business is fraud, and the Bible doesn't encourage us doing that thing. But you are still in it. Maybe you didn't know. Maybe you didn't know. But today the word of God is revealing it to us. And that is what Papa is telling us. He says that not fearing the wrath of the king. Moses didn't fear whatever he would go through. When he leaves that situation that he was enjoying. That thing that he was in. Wasn't the purpose of God for his life. That thing that he thought he was enjoying. Wasn't the vision of God for his life. So he left. So are you also going to leave? That is the question. That thing that you are doing. You now you know. I don't need to tell you. Because the Holy Spirit. eh, He convicts everybody. Everything that you are going to do. He will convict you. Even children. Children know that when they do something that is bad, you see that at that point, then they will be watching. So you don't, you can't tell me, say, what when you do say, you don't know. Everyone knows, even including myself. Sometimes you see that you are, you are, you are, you are a worker for God. But a jumana sleep anyhow, any aquadro has overpowered you. And at a point, you have now felt comfortable. And you are enjoying the sleep and the laziness. Instead of rising out of it, you are comfortable in it and you are enjoying it. Those are some of the things that God wants us to rise up So today, the word to us 
is that, you know, it is not every day that we will come here do fire, uja, fire, uja, fire, uja. No. Sometimes, eh, it is something that you are doing wrong that you just have to turn away from for the gates of heaven to open on you. So when you come to church, we will say it. Don't be angry that we are saying that you are doing something wrong. The person that is sponsoring you, you know that it is somebody's husband. The person that you are sugar mommy, you know that it is somebody's wife. So why are you so comfortable in that situation? The business you are doing, you know that it is fraud when it comes to the things of God. Why are you still doing it? Why are you still in it? Maybe it is because you think that when you come out of it, that is the end of your life. But look at what Moses did. He had the, the vision. He saw that this invisible God that I am trusting. If I am able to put my trust on in him and come out of this fraud situation that I am in and come out of this uncomfortable situation that I am in, he is going to do something good in my life. God is going to do something good in your life. If only you can be able to let go. If only you can be able to stop that thing that you know so that, that, that is not the way you go. He's going to save you. Last time, <laughs> mama, mama or girl was saying no, something. Mama or girl Pastors, when we preach, we don't tell people, we don't tell the witches to stop their witchcraft. <laughs> She wants us to poke you in the eyes and tell you, stop the witch. You know that that thing that you are doing, you you know. Now you are now one case. Bible says you need Papa na wanye no, and you born him ano. So when him say Adia me ye, you know that what you are doing, it is not good. Enya, why don't you just stop? Adia na wanye, because as you continue, listen, I always ask people this simple question. Today, you are doing that thing. You can run away from the pastor. You can deceive the pastor. That is fine. Pastors are not God. It's not everything that you do that God will reveal. It's not everything that you are doing that they will see. So you can deceive them for today. And in this life that you are in, what if Jesus Christ is coming? We all know that the rapture is. It, it can happen any moment from now. So will you risk your life to this enjoyment? Enjoy, oh, pastor, also for oh, pastor won't see. Now say Adiasa. Ah, me fat boy, he done it. Gina, me koshewa. Pass behind this out. Me, 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 ye de me ya. Also for oni ha. Pastor is not here. Also for oni me. Pastor won't see. That is fine. Eh, yeah, yeah. Pastor doesn't need to see you. You can continue doing it. But me a koshewa. But one day. One day, so that crew, that crew, when you get into the room, yes, you sometimes you cry. Maybe the person will even or run and go to the air. Now, there's a bomb. Then the trumpet sounds. That time, will you dodge Jesus Christ too? Oh, Jesus, you better dodge. Oh, Jesus, say, my dodge you. Oh, Jesus, I'm dodging. You can't. What to me? So I beg you. I beg you, my brothers and my sisters. Run away from it before it's too late. Don't think that you are deceiving pastor. And pastor is not seen. Oh, send me tight here. Man, find in your background. Even if I don't bring my tight. Yesterday we were learning the men's ministry. We met and we were learning about Ananias. When they brought their offering, we are going to deceive the pastor. Maybe you will succeed. In lying to the pastor or deceiving the pastor. 
But sometimes eh, you cannot dodge God. You can never deceive God. Because God is all knowing. Whatever you are doing, He sees it. David asked something. He said, Where can I run? Where can I hide? From, God, from the presence of God. There is no way you can hide. There is no way you can run to that God is not going to see. So today I want us to all be like what uh, Moses did. Any situation that you are in, that you know that what you are doing is not good. You are not doing it against the person. unto the living God. So let's look at the invisible God. What this thing is teaching us is this. Anything you are going to do. To look to the left. And to the right. And forward. And back. And you see that there is no one watching. Remember that you have not looked up. It is so and the invisible God is. So anytime you are going to do something bad. And maybe you are going to do something bad. You think you have not looked to the left and the right. And forward and no one is coming. Look up. Because there is somebody that is seeing you. And if you can be able to look up and know that you are doing it against God. And then you run away. Your life is going to be like Moses. The Bible says that at the end of the day, God used Moses greatly. There has never been anybody in this world that was able to do some of the things that Moses did. To divide the Red Sea alone is a great miracle that has never happened before. And that is just one of the miracles that God used Moses for. So today, if you will also look at the invisible, if you will shift your attention to God, and realize that whatever you are doing, it is unto the Lord, and not unto man. And you will turn from your wicked way, and pray unto the Lord. He will hear your cry, and he will deliver you, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Put your hands together unto the Lord. Now our last point. Our last point. Number three. Papa said, vision transforms or rejuvenates the system. Let's read Genesis chapter 30 verse 37. Genesis chapter 30 verse 37. It says, vision transforms or rejuvenates the system. Genesis chapter 30 verse 37. It says, and Jacob took him rods of green poplar and of the hazel and, che- and chestnut tree and peeled white streaks in them and made the white appear which was in the rods. Now, this is talking about when Jacob was in the house of Laban. So Laban gave Jacob sheep to take care of. And he told Jacob, the sheep that come out and have stripes on them, they will be yours. And, and the ones that are pure white or one color will be mine. So because of that, Jacob also prayed to God and he cut rods and he, he, he peeled them. He made the rod into stripes. Or you know, uh, stripe, stripe. You can't say with him. Ah, you can't stripe say with him. 
Where they were only 50 persons. Where they are near one city. So the, he made it into stripes. And he put it in their water. So because it was in their water, anytime they were drinking, they saw it. Anytime they were mating, they saw it. And because of that thing that the animals were seeing, they gave birth to animals that were striped. They also produced of the kind of the stripes. And because of that, they were able to produce things that were of that nature. So let's read. Papa said, people of vision are young at heart and young in body. People of vision, they are always young at heart and young in body. And now, when you have vision, you have so much to do with your life that you are not in a hurry so before we come to this one because the animals were seeing they were seeing the stripes on the tree that was put in the water they were able to produce things that were of that state or things that were of that stature now I am asking you to. What are you seeing? What are you watching? Because the Bible says that faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. So whatever you are seeing. Whatever you are watching. Is going to have an effect on you. It's going to make you produce that thing that you are seeing. Are you watching Papa? Are you listening to Papa's messages? Are you reading your Bible? Are you coming to morning devotion? When you are doing that, that is what you are always seeing. That is what you are always watching. That is what you are always listening to. And like the thing that happened to the animals, you are also going to produce the same kind. This goes for especially the parents who have children. Please, 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 be very mindful of the things that your children are watching. Be very mindful of the things that you are exposing your children to. Because that thing that they are watching, that thing that they are seeing, if you don't take care, they are going to become that thing in your house. I am telling you, it is very true. Because the Bible says that, as he spake unto me, the spirit entered into me. You are exposing your children to too much uh, evil cartoons, evil movies. And this. It is very true. What are your children being exposed to? It is something that you have to be mindful of. Check the, the things that your children watch. If it will be good, select, select for them. Watch this. Don't watch this. Watch this. After all, you didn't give that to you. So you have to control. So what more about Fran and Nia? You don't have the child today. You have to become what you don't like. Most parents today. Papa Becker said we have made our children into sport brats. You can't even rebuke them. All these things are as a result of the things that we expose them. When the animals were watching, when they were watching the striped things. They, they produce 
they produce striped things. So the things that you are watching, the things that your children are watching, they are also going to produce and become. Amen. 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 So please, please, let us be mindful. Listen, you are in the corner. You are watching pornography. You think that nobody is seeing you. Very soon, you are going to become a porn actor. I am telling you, maybe you will not ask for people to see. You will be acting it in people's bedrooms. And that is going to be dangerous for you. Amen. So let's be mindful of the things that we are watching. Let's be mindful of the things that we expose ourselves to. Because whatever you watch, whatever you see, has an effect on you. But if we will expose ourselves to the word of God, if we will expose ourselves to the preachings of Papa, if we will expose our th- ourselves to messages of the gospel, that is where we are going to produce that same thing that we are seeing. That is where we are going to produce that same thing that we are watching. I pray for somebody this morning. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That may the Holy Spirit empower you to be able to expose yourself only to the positive things that will help you and desist from anything that is going to destroy your life. In the name of Jesus, your amen is weak. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, anything that you are going through that has become so difficult for you, that you are unable to stop, I pray for strength for you. In the name of Jesus, receive strength, receive strength, receive strength, receive strength, and be able to overcome all those problems. In the name of Jesus, be on your feet, be on your feet. As we pray, lift your hands and begin to thank God. Begin to thank God. Begin to thank God for this word that has come. In the name of Jesus, just wave your hands. Wave your hands. Wave your hands. Thank Him. Thank God for the word that has come to you. The Bible says the word of God. When it comes, it corrects, it teaches, and it rebukes. Whatever the word of God has brought into your life today, thank Him. Just thank Him. Say, Father, thank you for correcting me. Father, thank you for rebuking me. Father, thank you for letting me know that thing which I am doing that is not good. And help me to be able to change. In the name of Jesus. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. 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 Now, we are going to pray just one prayer. I want you to clap your hands and pray. Listen to what the word says. It says, For lack of vision, my people perish. So, if you don't have vision in any area of your life, it means that that area of your life is going to die. That area of your life is going to spoil. But where there is vision, where there is vision, there is life. And that place is going to grow and flourish and produce fruit. So we are going to pray the Father Lord, help us to be able to identify any area of our lives that lacks vision in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And after you have showed us that area, give us the strength, give us the power, give us the ability through the Holy Spirit to be able to overcome in the name of Jesus. Say, my Father, my Lord. I can hear you. I can say, my Father, my Lord. In the name of Jesus. 
as I clap my hands and I pray, open my eyes, open my eyes to see anywhere of my life that I lack vision in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, say, Father, strengthen me by the power of the Holy Spirit to be able to overcome any fishless area, any fishless area in my life. In the name of Jesus, as I clap my hands. And I pray, fire, 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 fire. Clap your hands and pray. Clap your hands and pray. Fire, 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 fire. Somebody pray, 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 pray. Fire, 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 fire. Somebody pray, somebody pray. We should pray. He's telling me that there are some of us here who have identified our problems. We know that there are certain things we are doing that are not good. And we are saying, God, how can we stop? Listen, he says, the Holy Spirit is our helper. He's the one that when he comes, he can help you to overcome that situation. So we are the, the, the Holy Spirit said we should pray and ask for strength. Let the Holy Spirit come upon you and come and deliver you from every weakness. Anything that makes you weak, may he take you out of it and give you strength to overcome in the name of Jesus. Say, my Father, my Lord. My Father, my Lord. Listen, the way some of you are praying, it, it won't even kill a fly. Listen, without vision, your life is not going anywhere. So this prayer, don't say that media and family. Listen, there is no waste prayer. Prayer, there is no prayer that goes waste. Maybe it is not part of you today but tomorrow it will come to you and if you have prayed this prayer in the bank that is where god will look into the bank and save you from this prayer, this the problem that you are in so let's pray pray well pray well we say we are clapping our hands clap it and pray don't worry about the person standing to your left or to your right when problem comes and you're in your problem that person will not be there Look at them and not pray. It's your disadvantage. Say, my father, my Lord. My father, my Lord. Uh huh, uh huh. It is coming. Say, my father, my Lord. My father, my Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. As I clap my hands and I pray, I receive strength, strength, strength to overcome every weakness, every weakness in my body, in my body, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now clap your hands and pray. Clap your hands and pray. I want to see you pray. I want to see you pray. Fire! 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 Fire!
restoration we say father we are sorry for lacking vision in these areas of your life whether it's in your marriage whether it's in your business whether it's in your health your education whatsoever it is we are asking god for restoration 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 in the name of jesus say my father my lord in the name of jesus as i clap my heart and i pray restoration 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 restoration
our last prayer, we are still praying for this restoration. But I hear the Holy Spirit telling me that there are most of us that really want restoration in certain areas of our life. You can really see that that area, you have lost something from there. So the Holy Spirit is saying we should try and come and put a seed on the altar. Listen, what you are saying is that, Father, my strength cannot. So I am tapping into your strength to help me to be able to get restoration for everything that I have lost in the name of Jesus. Listen, it is very, very important. That is what the Holy Spirit says. So as we start praying, if you know that you really need a certain kind of restoration in any area of your life, as you are praying, just walk and go and put your seat on the altar and the Lord will touch you in the name of Jesus. Say, my Father, my Lord, my Father, my Lord. in the name of Jesus, as I clap my hands and I pray and I saw my seat, I pray for restoration, 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 lift your voice and begin to pray, lift your voice, begin to pray. Fire, 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 fire,
hands and begin to tango. With your hands and begin to tango. For that special gift that he has given back to you. That which you lost. Thank him that he has given it back unto you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Thank him. Thank him. The Bible says that when Jesus, when he took the loaf, the five loaves and the two fish, fishes, he gave thanks. And after he gave thanks, he received multiples of that thing. Give thanks. Give thanks. Give thanks. Thank God for restoring you in that area. That area that you know that you need restoration. Thank God. Thank him, thank him, thank him for restoration. Thank him for restoration. I see that as you are thanking him. Ah, he's putting them onto you. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. He's Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Wave your hands, wave your hands and thank him. Wave your hands and thank him. I see the power of God bringing you restoration. Bringing you restoration. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Strength is coming to you. Restoration in your marriage. Restoration in your marriage. Restoration in your business. Restoration everywhere. In the name of Jesus. 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 In Jesus' mighty name, I'll be praying. Amen. 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 Amen.